Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Tuesday, December 4th, 2018. I'm Shannon, and I'm here with Jen, Stacy, Sarah, and Natalia, and we are going to chat with you about some of our most anticipated reads of 2019. Hello, ladies. Hello, Hi. Shannon. Are we all ready to talk about some bookish fabulousness? Always. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So there were so many books that are coming out in 2019, and it would have been impossible to get people to pick only three. So this is going to be a two-part episode. Definitely stay tuned next week for part two. But before we get started, let's do the usual housekeeping things. We are sharing our top reads of 2018 with you via our Facebook page. So if you haven't checked that out yet, please do. You can find us by searching Facebook for Book Bistro Podcast. You can like and or follow the page. If you want to get a hold of us, you can do so by sending a message via Facebook or by emailing thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So we are going to dive right into all the great books. Stacy is going to start us off, followed by Jen, then me, Sarah, and Natalia will finish us off, and we will start over again. So Stacy, you are up. Yes, I love being the first to talk about new books. Of and course you do. Of course <laughs> I do. I'm a bossy bee. I love this. So the first book I'm going to talk about is a romantic suspense. <gasps> Who's all yes. shocked? It's, it's true. So um, this author has consistently been one, regardless of the fact that I don't really read much in that genre anymore. I love her so much. So this book is Say You're Sorry by Karen Rose. And it's coming out on February 12th. And I'm so excited about this book. It's the first in a series, the Sacramento series. So in my favorite state um, back in California. So this book uh, features a, an FBI agent who, uh, and Shannon, you'll love this, he was able to escape from his upbringing in a cult when he was 13. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Catnip, catnip. And Jen, too. You'll like this. <laughs> exactly. And so basically the way that he's coped with that type of childhood is by keeping everything in his life very rigid, following all the rules, being very well managed until he meets this young woman who sort of catapults into his life and from what I can tell kind of turns everything upside down. And um, she is accosted by a masked man one night, I think, who attempts to kill her from what I can understand from the synopsis. And then um, he, the, the FBI agent has to then kind of figure out what is happening as women are being killed all over the state of California. So I'm very excited about this book. I love the way that Karen Rose writes. I think that even though her books are quite lengthy, there's no wasted words. And she is really just amazing at setting up really interesting scenarios and really building the tension to a fever pitch. So mark your calendars for February 12th of 2019 for Say You're Sorry by Karen Rose. And you never guess who done it. Like you'll never, I don't think I've guessed ever. Not yeah, me. she's pretty, um, I, I think I really enjoy how either she lets you get to know the killer or the killers and somebody that you're going to guess from like page four. So she's a very compelling writer. You know, I never read ever, 
books where um, people can be harmed in the making of the book unless they're paranormal. But I, <laughs> this one sounds how, so good. How does explain this? Because <laughs> if it's in paranormal, then it's it's pretend. I mean, this is fiction, but it it's very creepy to me. Paranormal things happen. could really happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I see. So, like, you mean fiction that can happen versus, you know, it's a bunch of werewolves and vampires. If yes. they die, well, they're not yes. real anyway. Yes. yes. I mean, I'm sad if they're okay. good and they die, but I, I can handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Karen Rose, she's amazing. Check her out if you haven't. So, first of all, let me preface all of this by saying it was so difficult. When Shannon sent us the huge list, I was like, okay, great. I'm going to make my picks. And I sent her this email, and I'm like, I made my picks. And I picked 20. <laughs> <laughs> No, and, and I could have picked more. And she's like, okay, great. Now narrow it down to 10. I'm like, oh, man, deep cuts. <laughs> but thankfully, some of these other ladies are going to talk about some of the stuff that I don't get to talk about. And regardless, I can read it all anyway. But uh, let's move on to my first pick, which is A Good Girl, Bad Girl by Michael Robotham. This is a standalone of his coming out in June, uh, on June 25th of 2019. And if you're unfamiliar with, with Michael Robotham, he is um, actually lives in Australia, but writes his novels primarily um, based in England. I think he might have one that's set in the U.S. possibly. But he has an incredible series. How I first discovered his writing was through his Joe O'Loughlin series, which is about a psychologist, Joe O'Loughlin, and uh, his friend Ruiz, who are who is a detective, and they um they solve mysteries together and uh, joe laughlin is an especially compelling character because he is um a character a psychologist with parkinson's disease and they show him you know living his life like things happen to him that are, are tragic and whatnot but it's not necessarily just completely because of his parkinson's and i really like the fa- like seeing disabled characters portrayed in a really real good positive way me too um, Anyway, that series is amazing. Check it out. Um, also, uh, but his standalones are equally great. So um, one of his in recent years that I thought was wonderful was um, The Secret She Keeps. But this one looks awesome, too. So this one, again, is Good Girl, Bad Girl. And in this, we um, see these people find this young girl living in a house that is under renovation. She's surviving. Um, and there's been a horrific crime. We don't know what the crime is at this point, at least not from the synopsis. I'm sure we do when we read it, but not in the synopsis. And so they, they take her to a hospital and she refuses to reveal anything about herself, including her name. Six years on, she is given the name of Emma Cormick. She's been given that name and she is staging a case for her release from this, uh, secured children's home that she is living in she's a teenager at this point and in order to for this um, release to be granted she has to go through like a psychiatric evaluation and so the psychiatrist comes to evaluate her and he soon is very much drawn into her web if you will um and she's very manipulative and she can tell when people are lying Ooh. and um so it looks like it's going to be really fabulous, um, very twisty and great. And again, it's called Good Girl, Bad Girl by Michael Robotham. And it is set to be published on June 25th, 2019. Yay. Yay. I did love The Secret She Keeps. Yes, it's the I only Robotham too. book I've read, and it was very good. Oh, they're so wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yep. most of them are so wonderful. Some are not, but that's okay. So my first pick is We Set the Dark on Fire, and it is by Taylor K. Mejia. It is scheduled to release on February 26th of 2019. And this is kind of along the lines of Margaret Atwood's Handmaid's Tale. Ooh, it is hmm. set in a society where each man has two wives one is huh. sort of his partner like she's you know kind of his his business partner more of his like you know, the wife that kind of goes out in public the other one is the wife who nurtures and has children and for some reason like this is how the world has been for quite a long time and our heroine is set to become the kind of public wife of one of the most renowned politicians in the country. But once she's married to him, she starts to realize that this society is not treating people very well. Plus, she has a rather terrible secret that she's trying to hide. And so it looks like it's going to be full of so much intrigue. There is a forbidden romance woven throughout the story. It looks like it's the first in at least a duology and I mm. am really a fan of this kind of, like, feminist fiction. Um, it's a little bit reminiscent of, like, Gather the Daughters by Jenny Melamed, um, Handmaid's Margaret Atwood. So I'm very, very excited for it. Again, this is We Set the Dark on Fire, and it is by Taylor K. Mejia, releasing on February 26th. I'm so on board for this. That sounds amazing. It does. You know, I haven't actually read The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I haven't either. I've read it many, many times, like at least three. At least, I feel like I'm not alone anymore. I always felt so alone when I uttered that. Don't worry, Natalia. It's beautiful. We will will stand with you in your aloneness, although it does look interesting. I will probably read it, though. (laughs) It's very soon. Yeah, you should. It's It's so so good. So good. Especially Mm -hmm. now that a sequel is coming out. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I'm not going to talk about that, but I know everyone, <laughs> everyone's going to be super shocked that, um, take a deep breath. I mean, it was shocking. Stacey talked about a romantic suspense. I am going to talk about a paranormal romance. What? I mean, oh. that's never happened. Never. So I am really excited. Um, it's the book that I'm going to talk about first is called Wolf Rain and it's by, it's the Psy Changeling trilogy tr- tr- okay trinity. Trinity. <laughs> i was trying to say trilogy and trinity at the same time after the word changeling okay let me just try to rephrase this i am very excited about wolf rain the psi changing changeling <laughs> trinity book three um and it's by nalini singh so if people are not familiar with the with nalini singh's um psi changeling world um the first book in her actual the beginning of the series is called slave to sensation and it is about two well there's actually three factions there are three factions of people three types of people there are just the 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 psi who are a race of people who went through something back in the 1960s called silence and so they believe none of them can feel emotion. That is not necessarily always the case. 
if you've read Nalini Singh's Psy Changeling series, but they're like very cold, very clinical, very, you think you're really not going to like them at first, but then there are many Psy that you like. Then there are the changelings and they are shifters. So there are like wolf, wolf changelings and leopards and they have changelings of the sea and they have bears. They have so many. Oh my. And then we, yes. And then we have the humans. Nah, they're, they're okay. Actually, there was just a book I just read about a human who I really liked, but um, the humans are kind of marginalized between the Psy and the changelings. So throughout the series, the Psy and the changelings and the humans discover that they're going to have to work together because the whole network, their whole like society is crumbling. So she wrote a whole series called the side changeling series. And then now this is kind of, you really have to read the side changeling series before you read the side changeling Trinity. See, I said it. And <laughs> <laughs> because they're kind of, it's kind of a spinoff series, but you really, if you didn't start with the beginning, you wouldn't understand it. But basically many things have happened since slave to sen slave to sensation. And there is a side woman who is what they call an empath. So she actually feels emotions of people extremely strongly. And they have for a long time hidden their empaths away. But now this book is about one. And she has a talent for being able to read the emotions of monsters. This is from the synopsis. And so she is going to have to make this wolf fall in love with her and if they can work together they can continue to build the trust in the psi and the changeling and the human trifecta the, the trifecta <laughs> the trinity the you know they need to work together because the race is going to crumble and become non-existent so i am very excited about wolf rain by nalini singh psi changeling trinity book three and it is coming out on june 4th 4th, 2019, 2019. So far away. I love Nalini I The Psy Changeling series really is so, I read the whole, like, they had about 12 books out before I discovered her. And, like, I, I just could not get enough of them. I just kept reading and reading, and every book just continued to get better and better and better and better. Okay, I'll try it. You have to try it. Yay! Just trust me. To. It's so good. Well, going into the darker aspect, I've already mentioned this, but I'm sorry. These books are too good to not mention again. So one of my most anticipated books of 2019, I cannot believe I've had to wait this long for this book. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Wolf Hunter River by Rachel Kane. You guys oh. probably know her for her Morgan Gil Morganville, Jesus, Morgan Gills, okay. Morganville Vampires and her Weather Warden books, which are good in their own right. But these books, you've never read these books before. At least I haven't. And I cannot tell you what the third, what this book that's coming out is about, unfortunately, because then I'll spoil the whole thing and you'll hate me. But the first book... <laughs> is called Stillhouse Lake, and it's out for your reading pleasure, and so is the second. So you can read both of them leading up to the third book. And it's about this lady named Gina Royal who comes home and finds the police in her house because they've arrested her husband. He's apparently a notorious serial killer that was killing women in her garage without <sighs> her knowing. What? 
No. And of course, no one believes that she doesn't know about it, of course, because how could you not know, right? That you're sleeping with the enemy. But then again, in, in Spanish, we have a saying that the stupidest person is the one that lives with you. So I don't know. You know, I, I tend to believe <laughs> I tend to believe her. So she has changed her identity so many times, uh, you know, because she has two children with this man and she wants her kids to have as much of a normal life as she can possibly provide after your father has been arrested and convicted for serial killing. But um, this man is not going to leave his wife and children alone just like that. Uh, and she moves to a place called Stillhouse Lake. And, of course, someone ends up dead. And she ends up getting scared because she's like, oh, no, this guy's following me. He's sending her letters. And we'll just have to see how Gina Royal, a.k.a. Gwen Proctor, is going to defeat her crazy, can-do-all-evil husband. So that's Wolf Hunter River. Um, Rachel Kane, and I believe it's coming out sometime in February. Please, God, let it be February. That sounds really good. Um, I am so excited for it. So the next book I'm going to talk about is um, the book that I'm most excited about for 2019, <laughs> and it's by... Can anyone guess who, what author I'm so excited about? Oh, J.R. Ward. Ward. J.R. Ward. Oh my we gosh. We always have to fight about this. I would just like to, I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail your rhapsodizing about 2019 J.R. Ward books, but you, I, I feel like anybody that listens to this really should pat me on the shoulder and tell me how kind I am because the last couple times we have discussed J.R. Ward, Stacy has been the one to talk about it and she is again. So maybe next year I will get to talk about a J.R. Ward book. No. Oh, Okay. <laughs> no, because no. we can both talk about I, it together. We'll split no. it in half. I discovered her first, so now I know not to ever talk about J.R. Ward. Right? <laughs> no, it's not allowed. No, nope. or Yasmin Gallon. Oh, but <laughs> no, so, no, Yasmin. Yeah, Gallin. no, that's Shannon's. Um, so J.R. Ward actually has several books coming out in 2019, but the one I'm going to talk Yay. about, I know, right? The first one comes out in January, but we're not talking about that one. We're talking about The Savior by J.R. Ward. <gasps> what? It comes out on April 2nd, and it is about <clears throat> murder. And murder has been largely absent. He's one of the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Um, he's actually uh, disgraced. He was kicked out of the Brotherhood because he sort of... Um, went off the rails, shall we say, um, and was very upset because he couldn't save someone that he cared deeply for and kind of went into exile. Well, now he is coming back to Caldwell because um, the war has been ramping up. There's a new enemy to be vanquished and they need all hands on deck, including murder. Oh my God. And murder is going to meet up with um, a scientist named Sarah. And Sarah has a fiance who worked for this, um, this lab and she discovers that he was participating in secret experiments on, it sounds like some sort of person. So I don't know who the who was being ex experimented upon, but so Sarah is going to be kind of dragged into this war between the vampires and, um, and, and the new enemy that they are currently facing. So I'm very excited for this installment. You cannot read this series out of order. There's just, the world building is, it's huge and you'd be so lost. So this is book 17. It's called The Savior. 
by Jarrah Ward. It comes out April 2nd. Don't call me. Don't write me. Don't text me. Leave me alone on April 2nd because I won't be responding to any type of contact on that day. I think I might contract the ague and I'll have to stay home from work <laughs> oh, <yeah>. that day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm serious. The only time I was ever happy about getting the stomach flu was on a Jarrah Ward release day because I could stay home in my bed and read all day with no distractions, no work obligations. So Anyway, may I just say that the idea of someone named Murder, well, teaming up with someone named Sarah, is hysterical. <laughs> um, murder, Sarah. So it, it's. I do have to tell this very brief story, and I hope it doesn't offend anyone in J.R. Ward Romance Landia. But um, Sarah and I have been going to her um, her fan. Q and A's for years, and back in like 2012, at the very first one we ever went to, there there was this fan, and, and you know it's a Q and A, so she's asking questions, and this woman stands up and she yells, and there's like 700, at least 700 people there at the signing, and she yells, "Have you seen Murder lately? And has he mentioned me?" And it was so strange, and the name Murder to me makes me vaguely uncomfortable, but. You know, I, I'm excited to get to know this. I mean, but all her names are weird. Well, but it's true. They're all murder yeah. have like an H. It's M-U-M-U-H-R-D. Of course it so, is. So, of course it is. But then the next year in 2013, when Sarah and I went back to J.R. Ward's book signing and Q&A, have you seen murder lately? <laughs> <laughs> and has he mentioned me? So anyway, I just, I've been waiting to say that quote for six years. That was wonderful. <laughs> every year we make a bet about if it's going to happen again. So it's happened does multiple it? times. It's happened like, at almost... least twice, if not three times. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. my gosh. At least three, Stacey. So anyway, that's The Savior by J.R. Ward. It comes out April 2nd. What else Yay. do we need to talk about? We can end the podcast now. <laughs> well, we could talk about a dual timeline novel. How about oh, that? Oh, we always could. Yay. Okay. Okay, cool. Everyone's back. Great. All right. <laughs> and the good news about this one is it comes out next month. Ooh. Oh, good. I know. So this is The Light Over London by Julia Kelly. So wait, is that yep. Mm-hmm. Right? yep, you're right. Yeah, okay. Sorry. It was an author I don't know. So uh, anyway, this uh, is a dual timeline novel, and I'm so excited about it. It comes out on January 8th, so... In like a month, basically, Yay. from this weekend. Yay. Okay, so in this novel, we see Kara Hardgraves, and she basically um, is, does not want to deal with her present. We don't know why, um, but she doesn't. And so she is very comfortable working for this antiques dealer, and this is the present day part in 2016. And as she's working for this antiques dealer, she discovers a picture of a woman soldier and an unfinished diary, which then, of course, sucks us into the past because she starts reading this diary and wants to figure out about this woman soldier, who is Louise. So Louise um, is living in 1941. Oh, yes. And at first, I know. Sorry. No, it's fine. I know. I was so excited. Um, I figured actually before we... um, decided to not do January picks that if we did, I would have to have a fight with people about this one. Um, <laughs> be like a duel or something. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so um, anyway, so in 1941, we see Louise and Louise is basically resigned herself to, she's living in this, um, you know, she's living in Cornwall and, Oh, she's going to, you know, it's a small village and she is going to just have to basically like 
marry this person that her family wants her to marry and da 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 da. But then, but then she meets Paul and Paul is this dashing like Air Force pilot guy, right? And she's like, oh, this is so great. So she falls for him and he goes off to war and she becomes a gunner girl. And so it's her job to um, figure out like who are the enemy planes during air raids. And everything's going great until a bunch of letters from Paul get sent back unopened. And uh, synopsis ends there. Oh. But I, I'm hooked. I can't wait. Uh, again, this is called The Light Over London by Julia Kelly. And it comes out on January 8th. And I'm just I'm so excited. I'll be buying that. Thank you for telling yes. me about it. Yes. I'm so excited. I feel like this podcast makes us even more addicted to books. Because I, I feel like I, li- I listen to your suggestions that I haven't read, and I go and I get them, and I start reading them. Yes. So yes. I, I hope that thing. that's what we do for our listeners, you know? <laughs> so my next pick is also a World War II-themed novel because they're great. So this is The Things We Cannot Say by Kelly Rimmer, and it comes out on March 19th. Kelly Rimmer is an Australian author, um, who I've heard really good things about. So I'm very excited to give this one a try. This is the story of Elena, who is a Russian refugee in Poland. And she has known since she was nine years old that she was going to marry her childhood friend, Tomas. And so eventually they do get married, but then Tomas goes missing. Oh, no. And Uh-oh. she is devastated, as, as you would imagine. And she is searching and searching and just trying to figure out what happened to him. And apparently this, um, her search takes quite a long time. I'm not sure like how exactly this is portrayed. Like if it's shown in a dual timeline or do we see her searching for years? I'm not sure, but it looks super intense. Um, I have a feeling it will make me cry and I'm so excited for it. This is the things we cannot say by Kelly Rimmer. And it it comes out on March 19th. I want it now. So do I. Actually, I have it now because I have an ARC. Oh, but I can't yes. read it yet. <laughs> Everyone break into Shannon's house and steal her books. <laughs> I've read one of her novels, and I'm looking forward to checking out more of her stuff. But this one especially sounds amazing. Yeah, it really does. I've never heard of her, actually. But oh. now that I know there are books by her that are out, I am going to hunt There her are game. five of them. This is her sixth novel. And she's oh. often compared to Diane Chamberlain <clears throat> when people do comparisons. So, Ooh, I love Diane Chamberlain. I don't know how accurate that is, but um, at least the one I read didn't completely remind me of Diane Chamberlain. Um, but I, I think her stuff looks really great. The rest of it that I need to read. Can't wait. Well, friends, about once a year, I get completely obsessed with historical romance. And I... I fall into this spiral where I can read nothing but historical romance for like a month. And it is always that, that, that spiral is always kicked off by one author. So when I was looking at books for 2019, even though this book doesn't have a synopsis or a date that it's going to be released, I had to add it to my list because her books, this author's books, make me so happy in my heart and yet so sad because they're pretty tragic heroes. This book is called, are you ready for this name? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. So in the background should be some dramatic music because it is called 
a dark a dark and stormy night <laughs> i love it it is by dun, dun, dun. one of my kind of newly discovered goddesses of the historical romance kerrigan burn she's amazing oh, and amazing she just writes these books that they're so beautiful and they're so awful and there's there's no like ballrooms and potted palms and it's, thank God. Ah, uh, yes. And I love They're them. A great and terrible beauties. Yes. That's a great way to describe it. So this book is what I know is it is going to be about a character who has made appearances in every one of her other um, Victorian rebel series, the books in the Victorian rebel series. And it is about inspector Carlton, um, Inspector Carlton Morley, who I have Ooh. to tell you. Ew. No, you think that because you haven't read all the books yet. I so haven't. You do not know. <laughs> he has very interesting hidden depths. Okay. Just, Usually okay. the illest characters are the most sexy guys. Remember this. The what characters? The most ill characters. Ill. The most, no. Like, repulsive. No, oh, he's he, not repulsive. He's kind of like buttoned up and boring in the beginning. Like Oh, that's even better. Like, he needs to follow the rules and like I'm oh like split. Maybe he was raised in a cult. He was you know, not raised in a cult. Follow rules. But you do find out how and where he was raised and some of the things that happened to him before he became Inspector right. just... Carlton Morley. I'm sure he'll loosen up his tie and undo a couple buttons and <laughs> <laughs> he 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 he's so bound and determined not to show his early roots that he has okay. but in the last book it slipped a couple times. It Ooh, was I'm excited. Awesome. So, so we don't have a date, but we know we it's coming out in twenty nineteen. Yes, yes. Again, it is Kerrigan Byrne, the fabulous goddess of the historical romance, and the book is called A Dark and Stormy Night. Natalia, what are you reading? What's your next one? Well, this book, I've been waiting for this book for a long time, even longer than Wolf Hunter River, if you can believe it. And it was such a tease because I think like six months ago, I saw it on Audible. I'm like, oh, I gotta buy this now. And then I added it to my cart and it wasn't actually out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a pre-order. I hate that. It was awful. Well, I got so mad I canceled the pre-order because I'm like, you tricked me. You didn't say pre-order. You said buy. There's a difference. <laughs> so, so this book is probably very anticipated by many people. It's the second novel by this author. Her name is Angie Thomas, and she oh. is known for her stellar, stellar, stellar. I'm stealing Shannon's word because it is stellar her book called the hate you give uh, and it came out i believe last year did it, it come did, out last year? yes yes and yeah. it changed my That's entire amazing. life i mean it was such a great book and now the movie's out and i have to yes. watch that and grindelwald i haven't watched either one i know but um this book is called on the come up and it's not a sequel it's completely different um and it's also about a 16 year old uh, girl her name is Bree, and um, she lives in a, a bad neighborhood, and she has a dream of being a rapper. And, you know, her father was an underground rapper that almost made it big, but he died. You know, as, as I guess hip-hop legends of the old happen, she did say that she was inspired by hip-hop legends to write this novel. 
And, you know, she's writing her music and doing her thing and her mom loses her job. So instead of being able to make mixtapes, she's going to food banks and looking at homelessness as a possible future, oh. uh, because, unfortunately. And, you know, she's only 16, so there's only so much she can do to help her situation. But she wants to be a rapper. And now instead of it being a faraway dream, she feels like it's her only way by being successful is the only way that she's going to be able to get her family out of these issues. So this is about following your dreams and knowing who you are and not letting anything stop you no matter what. And I just feel like if anybody can write this, it's Angie Thomas. I mean, she's so, she just is so able to get into the minds of her characters and to, I guess, make you identify with her characters, whether you've lived their lives or not, whether you're, you know, the same culture or not. I think it's amazing. So it's called On the Come Up, and it comes out on February 5th, 2019. And if you haven't read The Hate You Give, um, because, you know, you have to wait two months for this one, read The Hate You Give. It'll change your entire life. It's so fabulous, yeah. Is it a young adult? It is. Okay, yes. It is. Yes, but it's intense, though. It's It's not, you know, your typical. And it deals with a lot. I mean, it's it deals with, with racism and with social justice and with diversity um, different or lack thereof shannon i feel like when you were doing your bookity videos on facebook i feel like Uh you talked about this book i did i didn't talk about this particular one but i talked about the hate you give yeah that's what i'm sorry that's what i meant the hate you give that's what i remember because that name sounds familiar and the thing is oh i'm sorry jen it's okay go ahead no no go ahead go ahead (laughs) well we're all so happy going to say that the, the thing is is that that's interesting as a tie-in is that the hate you give was actually i think they explained towards the beginning of that book that that title actually came from a song lyric as well so there's oh. another song tie-in yeah right right and um i want to see the movie um i haven't even read reviews because I, I just want to go in blind huh yeah um, it's and, supposed to be really know, well cast it looks outstanding and I just feel like after the hate you give um, headlines which will never be the same for a lot of people that that aren't understanding the Black Lives Matter movement when they read the hate you give they'll get it they really will mm-hmm. so it's been a whole week everyone since I've talked about Kristen Higgins so I sort of feel like I need to talk about her again <laughs> well you've never do. talked too much about Kristen Higgins no she's no. another one I would have talked about if you hadn't I know we had to share and I'm a bully. So no, I'm not really, but anyway, so her new book is coming out um, on August 9th, 6th, August 6th, August 6th. And um, it is called life and other inconveniences. So like right there, that's a great title. Yeah. And it is about, um, it's about two different uh, generations of women. So it's about Emma who is a young woman and when she was a child, she went to live with her grandmother, um, Genevieve and Genevieve, Genevieve. And she was a very rigid woman, Genevieve and, um, had very specific expectations for Emma and Genevieve started a fashion empire and had a lot of struggles in her personal life. Well, she was raising Emma and then Emma got pregnant during her senior year of high school. And Uh from what I believe was kicked out, um, by her grandmother. Her grandmother kicked her out. Cool. So now it's been years and Emma's daughter is now a teenager. And after um, years of silence, almost two decades of silence, um, Genevieve is reaching out to Emma for help. 
And you know what, friends? That's all I know. And that's all I need to know because I am so invested. I want to know what happens to Emma and Genevieve and Emma's daughter, whose name I don't remember, but it's Kristen Higgins. So there'll be lots of beautiful character development and some laugh out loud moments and some moments that make you pretend like you're not. Yeah, totally. And so um, that the book is called Life and Other Inconveniences by Kristen Higgins, and it's coming out on August 6th. I hope August hurries up and gets here. Right? Fast. I wish we could fast forward time. I just hate waiting. I'm but then not rewind back. I to weep. I want to weep just because I have to wait that long. I know. Me too. I know. It's very sad. Uh, my last pick for this particular episode is The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Which comes out on April 23rd. And in this book, we see Lucy. And Lucy is married to Tom. And she has a very kind of distant relationship with her mother-in-law, Diana. And she's tried to kind of make this different, but it's never really happened. So then five years on, Diana is found dead at her house. And it initially looks like suicide. But when it's looked into further, all signs point to murder. And... Ah! She is under suspicion, Lucy is, and they're trying to figure out, like, what's what actually happened. So, it sounds great. It's The Mother-in-Law by Sally Hepworth, uh, who is a phenomenal author, and it comes out on April 23rd, and I can't wait. Sally Hepworth. Her, um, <sighs> The Things We Keep was one of my top reads of 2016, and I've been a mm-hmm. huge fan of hers ever since. She's so great. I really enjoyed A Mother's Promise, even though it's sad, but and, I, I really loved it. And then, and then of course, there's The Family Next me. Door, which is yep, that's really on my, good that's also. on my list coming up, um, my tops for this year. So. Yes. Yay. All right. I have to do it. We all know I have to do it. Wait a minute. Wait. Everyone, is Shannon going to talk about Yasmin Gellinorn, do you think? I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> Not again. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> I read the first book in Yasmin Gellinorn's Otherworld <laughs> series, which is called Witchling. I read it in, like, 2008, I believe. And ever since, I've been a huge fan of the series in particular, but this author just sort of in general – and finally, sadly, the Otherworld series is ending. So oh. Blood Bonds is book 21. And wow. I can't decide if I'm really excited for this to come out or just ever so sad that it's going to come out. Because when it comes out, it means there won't be any more. And this fabulous series will be over. The D'Artigo sisters um, are Camille Menely. And Delilah. Camille is a witch. Delilah is a werecat. And Menely is a vampire. And they have been working for many, many years to bring down Shadow Wing, who is a very, very destructive demon who wants to break apart the veil that separates kind of the human world from like the nether realms, which are this dark and terrible place. And in the last book, we will actually see the showdown um, between our heroines and Shadow Wing. And it, it's just going to be devastating, I imagine. 
But I love it so much. The series is one of my very favorite long running series. And I, I just, I don't even have like enough words to say. I love these. So this is Blood Bonds, Other World, number 21 by Yasmin Galinorn. And I believe it comes out in May, although I do not have an exact date yet. My third book for this episode has the word storm in it again. So, you know, I <laughs> talked about a dark and stormy night. And I didn't you talked about it. rain. So, wolf rain, rain. I guess. I, wolf rain. I guess I meant like in a storm. Yeah. I didn't even realize when I put these three books together. So this book that I'm extremely excited about, because who wouldn't be excited about this author, is called Storm Cursed. Mercy Thompson, book 11, and it is by the amazing Patricia Briggs. So Mercy Thompson is a coyote shape-shifting mechanic. And I am going to be careful how much I talk about this book because I'm talking about this series in another episode. But here's what I love about Mercy Thompson. So when you start off reading the initial Mercy Thompson book in the series, and I can't Yes. First of all, if you read audio, they are read by the fabulous, amazing Lorelai King. I don't have to say anymore. She's a phenomenal narrator, in my opinion. But um, agreed. These these books, you think like, oh, coyote shape shifting mechanic. Like this is just going to be strange, and it's not. And Patricia Briggs builds this world of shifters and there are some vampires but they're interesting vampires they're not like you know the sexy well maybe some of them are but um and all these creatures she builds into her books and the interesting thing is there's a little bit of slow building romance because you know me i need romance in all my books people have to like kiss at the end and it has to be good but (laughs) the interesting thing about these books is that um in every book mercy thompson is solving something or getting thrown into something she really doesn't want to be a part of, but she always has to solve some type of mystery, some type of fight, some type of conundrum. And she is, um, her partner and significant other who I won't give away because you have to read the first book to find out who he is. Um, a lot of books, like they have to come in and help them and save the day. And in many of the books, even though sometimes she gets a little help from her friends, mercy saves herself. Wouldn't you agree, those of you who read these books? But yet, like, the relationship that Mercy has with her partner is so amazing and so, like, loving, and I love it. So this book, um, basically, uh, a couple books ago, or in the last book, Mercy Thompson stood on a bridge. This is from the synopsis. Sounds like a a nursery rhyme. Mercy Mercy Thompson Thompson stood on a bridge. bridge. (laughs) bridge. (laughs) Um, But she basically um, (laughs) announced that that the territory where she lives with her partner and lots of other people um, was going to be neutral ground that the fae, the humans, you know, people could come in and and they would be safe there. That she and... um, her partner and the um, pack that they live with, they would make this a safe. You just spoiled it. No, I didn't. <laughs> would make it a safe, no, she a didn't. safe territory, you know, a safe place. Well, 
And Mercy thought, well, shoot, maybe I'll have to defend against, you know, an occasional troll or a cranky vampire or, you know, (laughs) someone like that. But it's not really true. And political issues are, um, they're flaring up and things are not, things are not as easy as they are. And I'm sorry, this sentence comes right out of the synopsis and I literally wrote it down word for word because it cracked me up and I loved it this is how it ends danger is coming and her name is death (laughs) (laughs) yes and the pack the pack will die before the pack will die to keep their promise of keeping the territory safe so I'm sure Mercy Thompson is going to be embroiled in lots of things and she will fix some cars along the way and have fun conversations because she's just like that. She's super great. She's like a total like car fixing, nurturing person. I love her. And Laura, Laura like him. Oh, just phenomenal. So this book is storm cursed book, a book 11 mercy Thompson series by the amazing Patricia Briggs. Wonderful. Did I say it's coming out in, I thought May 4th. It is. I not say that. It's coming out late this year. I, here. They usually come out March. Will, yeah, it, yeah, they are. It is later. March. Than I wrote usual. it down. Let me just tell you because I got so May seventh because I got so excited Sad. about um, um something is coming and her name is Death that I <laughs> <laughs> I skipped over. <laughs> so the Mercy Thompson book is coming out May seventh. All right, Natalia, I'm going to wrap it up wrap with it something up, dark yeah. and scary. Ooh. So, wow. Harlan okay. Coben. Okay, so Harlan Coben. It's called, and it's coming out at some point in March. And it's uh, the main character is a father, and his daughter is lost. It seems like all of a sudden she's addicted to drugs now. She's got an abusive boyfriend. She ran away from home, and she doesn't want to be found. But, of course, this is Harlan Coben, so things are never as they seem. And, of course, this father refuses to believe that his daughter just all of a sudden up and got addicted to drugs and got this boyfriend he's never seen and now just ran away from home for no reason. Um, You know, he thinks that he has the perfect family, a good marriage, good kids. And then, you know, he's super, his anguish is great and he's walking around and in Central Park, he sees someone that looks like his daughter playing guitar. And actually he knows it's his daughter and she looks like she's in trouble and like there's something wrong with her. And she says she's not his daughter, but... Of course, you would know your own child, right? So, of course, what happens? He follows his daughter into this dark and dangerous world that he wants to get her out of because he knows he has to save her. And in typical Harlan Coben style, he's going to find so many twists and so many turns. And by the time he wraps everything up in a bow for us, we're going to be like, what? And I'm very, very, very excited about this. This is Runaway by Harlan Coben. And it is coming out on March 19th, 2019. All right. Well, that does it for us this week. But never fear. The five of us will be back next week to tell you about more books we are looking forward to reading next year. If you want to get a hold of us and share some of your most anticipated reads, you can find us on Facebook where you can send us a message. Um, you can also send an email to thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com, and one of us will get back to you. 
If you are so inclined, please leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever other platform you use to access this show. We would definitely appreciate it so, so much. I want to say thank you to Jen, Stacy, Sarah, and Natalia for hanging out with me this evening and sharing in all of the bookish delightfulness that we have here. Thanks goes out to Christine, as always, for her fantastic work editing all these episodes. And, of course, thank you to all of you who have joined us on this journey of bookish glory. All right, that is it for us. Take care, everyone. I hope you are reading something fabulous. And, of course, happy holidays. 